Hello there. Welcome to our daily manna. Just as our body is in need of a material food, so as our soul is in need of the word of the Lord. Shall we bow down our heads for prayer? Our loving God, we are grateful to you for all the things that you have done. We thank you because there has never been a second that you left your children. And so today, as we approach your throne, we pray that you are going to give us an open heart, an open mind, that we may be able to understand the word that you have stored for us. And right now we pray that let your, we let your Holy Spirit to move in our hearts, in our midst today, as we look into your word. Speak to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I recently crossed the Camotes Sea. It is the sea between Cebu and Leyte. From Cebu City, I took a boat going to Hilongos of Leyte, and we left Cebu at around 9 o'clock in the evening. We arrived at Hilongos at 3 in the morning already. Well, I am not really fond of riding a boat during the night because I do not see anything and it creates an unpleasant emotion deep within my heart because I do not see what is around me. Whenever I look at the ocean, I look at the sea, there's nothing that I see there because it's total darkness. That's a natural tendency that every human being may experience. When we are confronted by something unfamiliar and unknown, it creates an unpleasant emotion deep within our hearts. I experience such as an emotion in facing something unknown, not only in the ocean, wherever I am. Whenever there is something unknown, there is an unpleasant emotion that I experience. Now, this unpleasant emotion is something that uh, may cause panic to some. You know what? In the text that we will be looking at right now, what happened to the believers when they found out that when, G when Jesus would come back, would return, it is going to be a surprise. As described in the previous text that I have exhorted to you, it's going to be like a thief in the night. And if it's that the case, there were some believers that panicked because it was unknown. Now let's look at the passage that is endowed to us today in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 4 to 11. It says here, But you, brethren, are not in darkness, that the day would overtake you like a thief. For you are all sons of light and sons of day. We are not of night nor of darkness. So then let us not sleep as others do, but let us be alert and sober. For those who sleep, do their sleeping at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we are of the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love, and as helmet the hope of salvation. For God has not destined us for wrath, but for obtaining salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we will live together with Him. Therefore, encourage one another and build up one another just as you also are doing. 
Now, let's find out the context of this passage. As I have told you earlier, verses 1 to 3 of 1 Thessalonians 5, it discusses about the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it was described by Paul as something, his coming is like a thief in the night. It is unknown. It's going to be a surprise. And in relation to that surprise element of Jesus' return, Paul clarified that the believers shall not panic of its anonymity. Now, if you look at verses 4 to 5 of the text that we read, it actually relates the affiliation of the believers as sons of light and day. Now, this is an assurance that Paul was giving to the believers, telling them that you ought not to panic, because even if it's going to be like a thief in the night, the coming of the Lord, anyway, you are sons of light. You are children of the day, meaning to say you belong to God. And whether it's going to be a surprise, whether His coming is going to be a surprise or announced, your being a child of God would remain. So do not panic about the anonymity of Christ's second return. Another one here, if you look at verses 6 to 10, it relates the possible response of the believer having been reminded of their affiliation, meaning they ought to be alert and be sober. When we talk about the word sober, when we explore, I mean, the word sober, it talks about having still control of the mind, of the process of thinking that one experiences. So, in other words, in contrast to panicking because of the anonymity of Jesus Christ's return, believers ought to be in control of their thoughts. Still, we must be reasonable in our actions. Furthermore, in verse 11, it says there, the commands, it talks about the commands as unexpected, giving the expected response to it. What is that? Encourage and build up one another. Because you are children of the light, you are children of the day, and because you are ought, you ought to be sober, to be in control of your thinking, then Paul is commanding the believers to keep encouraging each other, to build up each other as we wait for the coming of Christ. As God's children, I think it is a mass that every day we think as well of the return of Jesus Christ. Because I has, as I have told you before, our life on earth is not permanent. There is a more permanent state which is going to happen after the return of Christ. So we will continue to look forward to His return. But as we look forward to His return, let us never forget to encourage one another and to build up each other in the Lord. How are we living this life we have? Are we encouraging other people? Or are we becoming a cause of discouragement? Are we building up someone? Or we are becoming a cause of the destruction of someone's life? You know the answer to these questions. And I am praying that we will become more intentional in encouraging another person and building up the person as we wait for the return of Jesus. God bless you all.